Welcome to your key to Orlando real estate podcast. My name is Christina Rordham and I am so happy to be here today with Christopher Nutt and Rose Kemp. And we are talking about all things real estate, the state of the market, summer 2022, what buyers and sellers can do to create, you know, the best possible situations for themselves, why they want to work with a realtor, what they should expect coming up in this year and beyond. So you're going to want to tune into this one. today with Rose Kemp and Christopher Nutt. Would you guys uh, please introduce yourselves? Sure, absolutely. Um, Again, um, I'm Christopher Nutt. I'm actually the broker owner of Realty Executive Gallery Properties. Um, I actually have um, a couple different offices, one here in Orlando, Florida, one in Sarasota, Florida, and one in Clearwater, Florida. Um, So gosh, what, been in the business for... Oh, this is depressing. 28 years. <laughs> That's 28 amazing. years. Oh, my you gosh. You were born, right? and then you just jumped into the real estate field. Uh, uh, there you you go. were I, like, you popped out of the womb. You're like, I'm going for it. I'm actually, selling I got some into it. I was in college, as a matter of yes. fact. And I just, I loved it. So, That's uh, awesome. But no, here today, love being here. And uh, you know, can't wait to be part of the, of, of the um, podcast. Thank you for joining it. us, Rose, the one and only. So I just have to say, I know Christopher for many, many years, just uh, throughout the profession, running into each other and doing business with each other. So it's... A privilege to be sitting here with you. Um, I am Rose Kemp, and uh, I have been a realtor and a member of Aura for 22 years. And I'm a realtor. I wear the realtor hat, and I've always been uh, established in the downtown area. I'm with Remax Town Center, and I've been actually with my brokerage firm 18 years, but in the business 22. So my uh, experience comes from the realtor hat. And I love that Christopher comes from the broker hat level. So knowledge, experience across, you know, all levels of the game, which speaking of which real estate is like the hottest topic right now. We're filming this in summer of 2022. So how is the market different from last year? Ooh, where do you start with that one? I would say it's changed here quite a bit, right? Yeah. Especially within the last, even within the last 30 days, within the last two weeks, it's changed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, prime example, you know, interest rates. You know, interest rates have risen, what they were in the threes in January of this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And as of a week and a half ago, they're now at 6.1%, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just that. Still great interest rates, though. That it is. Historically low. Yeah. Absolutely. In 22 years, yeah. my average was 8%. So right. Right. Still See, good. going back in the day, yeah. we remember what it used to be yeah. like. Like when it was a lot, when it was a lot higher, when it was like seven, eight, and nine, and stuff like that. Agree. Right. Um, but still, really, really good. But either, yeah. again, there's that big change there, and um, you know, still a really good, strong, you know, seller's market. But definitely looking forward to kind of sharing, you know, some of the things we're seeing out there in the marketplace. Rose, what do you think? What's the biggest change from last year to this year? Well, I see the light at the end of the tunnel because I know that um, COVID had a huge impact in this market. Something that none of us expected. Um, but it is what it is. That's real estate. Real estate is always evolving, always changing. And, and the factors are, are so broad, right? So, um, as a realtor and I'm sure as a broker as well, when you're helping your, your, your agents, you know, there's always going to be different challenges and different factors. But to me, the one thing that stays consistent in Orlando is there all there is always people moving in and out of Orlando. This is one of the best places to live. For sure. Um, 
I'm definitely happy to see a bit of a stabilization. Mm -hmm. And we can see that when we look at the numbers and we look at the fact that we have more sales at this time of the year than we did last year. We have more homes on the market at this time of the year than we did at this time of the year last year. And even though those increases may be small, I'm seeing stabilization and I'm excited to see that. Good news uh, for I buyers. It to happen. Right. There's there's a few more houses. More opportunities. It's been more, so insane. Still a seller's market, but also more opportunity for that seller to do that upgrade or that downsize mm-hmm. because a lot of sellers were a little bit afraid of doing that. So yeah. that alone there, being in the summertime right now, I think is going to really help those purchasers, especially our relocations. Right. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point. I know that's something that I encounter a lot as a question. People say, you know, what is the busiest season? And, you know, being that we don't have snow, it's it's kind of a year-round market. But I would say, do you feel like the summer and springtime, that's when you see the most people relocating to the area? Or what are your thoughts on that, Chris? No, absolutely. I would say, you know, with our seasonality here in Central Florida, it's, uh, you know, really evolves or, I, I essentially around the school year. Mm-hmm. You know, we are, you know, we are that tourist destination, but we are also very very, I would say family based mm-hmm. um, just you know a lot of um, you know a lot of schools you know uh, families with children um, you know and, and everyone likes to move during that summertime right which is which is so um, you know which actually what makes which what makes our market so well I mean and, and actually it's always so vibrant mm-hmm. um, whereas sometimes it also varies like again you know in some of our other markets like in Sarasota or Clearwater mm-hmm. um, you know their seasonality is different you know mm-hmm. there is a lot of what we call snowbirds over there right? right so their big time is actually in September um, through Easter. And then during the summertime, it's very quiet. So it's very interesting to see that. But the great thing about Orlando and especially Central Florida is, you know, especially with all, like you were saying earlier, we have so many things driving our economy Mm -hmm. that we're always busy, you know? And even though we have spikes or, you know, highlights in our seasonality, I mean, we're still busy all year long, which is great. Yeah. And and I think we're busier than ever because there's a new factor that no one can control and I don't think will ever go away, which is the realization that we did have COVID. We did go through it. And there's so many people that their lives change. They can work from home. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. They realize the Mm -hmm. value in maybe good weather and not being stuck inside. They're afraid that it could happen again. They could be locked down again. So what what I think I've seen is a whole new reason, even though we had a lot of reasons why everybody moves mm-hmm. here, right? We've always had good weather. We yeah. always have the snowbirds. We have the retirees because we don't have state tax. Right. right. Um, yeah. And then we just have the fact that this is paradise, right, compared to right. most of the most of the planet, I want to say, because people yeah. come here from all over the world. But now, um, to me, the the one factor that I think is has been added is the fact that now there's the post-COVID political ramifications. I'm from California. Diehard Californians, they would never move here. Mm-hmm. I've been here 25 years. I have never seen so many people from California Mm -hmm. just flocking Mm -hmm. over here in the last two years because they want the hot weather and they realize there's so much you can do outdoors and they can work from home. Yeah. So that we have a whole new factor, I think, that's not, really impacting our market. Not yeah. even the, not, you know, not even the West Coast, but also even up north, right? Mm-hmm. So Everywhere. you know, the New England states, um, you know, right. um, you know, uh, 
Wisconsin, Iowa, you know, all of that. I mean, everyone's coming down here. So mm-hmm. again, it goes back to we're that ideal destination. Mm-hmm. And now that everybody's able to to work from home, it really has just opened up that whole new, you know, the whole new arena. It's it's a whole new marketplace. It really is a whole new real estate market. It is. It is. So and many new factors. Yeah. So speaking of new factors, what do you feel like you're seeing more requests? Because like you're saying, work from home. I have Microsoft folks that have relocated customers of mine that moved and came back and you know so many people working from home so now zoom rooms are a thing mm-hmm. you know that people are maybe looking for what are the features that you're seeing requested more often this year versus in previous years a lot of people are starting to really realize one of the beauties of living in Orlando, Florida is you can create a real indoor outdoor lifestyle mm-hmm. mm. and i see people really looking for the extra room for the home office. Right. Yep. Um, the triple sliding glass door that yeah. just the, the the outdoor space, the mm-hmm. yard, the covered patio or lanai so that they can create this indoor outdoor lifestyle and entertain. And, and that if in the event there's another situation mm-hmm. where we are put on lockdown again, please no, <laughs> uh, that we are able to, we, we've now realized, we've evolved as humans, I guess, to realize that those things can happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is such a beauty in living in, in Florida. Yeah. It real, there really is. It's, it's beyond what it used to be. Uh, because we have such great weather, even right. with the humidity. I'm sorry, just do the Brazilian thing. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love that. And I feel like, and you tell me if you agree, I feel like that's kind of the number one thing that people underutilize when they're selling their house is really maximizing that outdoor space. You know, put some brick pavers, make an yes. outdoor kitchen. I feel like exactly like what you said, I'm seeing that too, where people are really wanting to have a space, you know, where they can just relax, unwind, enjoy right in their own backyard. Mm-hmm. Do you Agreed. see that a lot too? Where yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know, I, I, just a big spike in the, you know, in the outdoor living, the, the backyard makeovers, right? Yeah. I would say, you know, going back to what you were saying earlier, the home office is probably the number one request. Mm-hmm. And then right behind that is actually then, you know, outdoor activities, outdoor living space, right. you know, pools, gardens, yards, um, you know, that indoor, outdoor, you know, lanai area, mm-hmm. things like that. Flex spaces. There you go. Yeah. Because, yep. because there's Good also word. people. Absolutely. Yeah. Flex spaces are big for <laughs> me because flex space means that bonus room that you can create into anything you Mm -hmm. want yeah but also think about how many people are pivoting into homeschooling Mm -hmm. right sure for other factors that we won't talk about yeah but absolutely that's another Mm -hmm. another big one so i think uh we're evolving in that sense yeah definitely i mean they can definitely have a room where they can have a mirror or a peloton or do their homework out Mm -hmm. but then there can be a desk and they could do homeschool or have a home office something Mm like that what do you think is the biggest challenge that that home buyers are facing today in Orlando? I'm going to have Christopher answer that first because when I speak towards that, I'm going to speak towards my own personal realtor experience mm-hmm. where he's a broker and is dealing with different offices and different realtors that are coming to him with their challenges. Mm-hmm. I think I know what it's going to be. So what is the number one challenge your realtors are going through? 
So uh, the, um, probably the number one challenge that my realtors are going through, um, you know, with their buyers is mm-hmm. the affordability factor, right? Mm-hmm. It's um, especially with you know the increase in interest rates. It really has um, has really you know kind of brought down some uh, or many of the buyers' buying power that's mm-hmm. out there, right? What they were able to qualify for and afford, right. you know, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. to I mean, even three weeks ago, last month yeah. has now changed and mm-hmm. and is different. Um, so. You know, but is it the end of the world? No. I mean, that you right. know, so, I mean, again, markets are still strong. Mm-hmm. Values are still strong. Um, but from a broker perspective, I would say what we actually have been, you know, talking about and really focus on mm-hmm. is just, you know, is information and, mm-hmm. and education, right? Helping to educate the consumer, you know, right. you know, the, both buyers and sellers mm-hmm. on what this new norm looks like, right? Yeah, in expectations. Fact, absolutely. Yeah. And also just making sure that, you know, anybody that's out there working, if they've been working with the buyer, that they've actually had those pre-qualifications updated right. with with specifically within the last week to week and a half mm-hmm. um, to accommodate for what, what we've seen now. Mm-hmm. Um, because, it just, because in doing that, actually it also makes the buyer stronger. It right. makes, you know, and again, we are still are seeing multiple offer situations. Yeah. Maybe not as many as we saw before, mm-hmm. but, you know, because there is a, there's a little bit of a softening or a slowdown in that. Sure. But it's still there, still happening. you know. And mm-hmm. so this, again, when you're dealing with those multiple offers, mm-hmm. that's one of the ways that you can actually make sure that you could, that, that offer can help stand apart yeah. from the other ones and maybe give it a little bit of an edge. Have it updated. Absolutely. Maybe have it underwritten, you know, conditionally approved. Absolutely. Where all they got to do is get the appraisal, pl- plug the property in. Is this yeah, what what's your strongest say, qualification, or? right? Mm-hmm. What's your, be prepared to showcase your strongest qualification because we have a housing crisis. Mm -hmm. So just like the rest of the country has a housing crisis, we do too, Um, especially because we have so many people that have new interests and moving here and living here uh, because maybe, again, their job circumstances allows it Mm -hmm. um, for whatever number of reasons. They have kids. They want to be able to be outdoors. They want to go camping and not have to be stuck inside in a cold weather with Mm -hmm. their children. Mm -hmm. I get that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I also know that from last year to this year, our report just came out, um, values have increased twenty seven percent. Yes, they have. From the same Back to time, the affordability as factor. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. But do I believe that we're going to see our values like we did in the market crash in two thousand six, seven, eight mm-hmm. happen? No, we don't have bad loans. Right. We don't have a hundred percent financing mm-hmm. loans. Um, people have equity in their homes. Right. We have completely different market conditions. And one of the things I see a lot of buyers ask is, uh, should I buy right now? Because we remember what happened in the market crash. Mm-hmm. Completely different scenarios. Mm-hmm. And a lot more safeguards. A lot more safeguards in place now. Truth yeah. be told, at this point, interest rates are still historically low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you can buy, because remember, rent factors have mm-hmm. gone up too. Rent is 100% interest. Mm -hmm. Buying is not. So get in the market. My opinion would be get in the market. Get as qualified as you can. The market is stabilizing. And and, and secure a home. Just secure a home because that at the end of the day is the best path, right, to success and to wealth. Absolutely. And that's kind of bringing me to some other questions that I hear a lot of people asking. You know, should I wait? 
You know, oh, I want to buy a house. I'm going to wait for the interest rates to drop or I'm going to wait for the market to crash. So, I mean, you're kind of giving me your answer, right? Mm -hmm. My my answer is uh, buy a home. Mm -hmm. If you can buy it, buy it. Because also seasons change. Mm -hmm. I've seen buyers that say, well, I'll just do it next year. I'll just go ahead. I don't want to have to pay the fee to to break my lease. Mm -hmm. You know what? That fee is... It's a lot cheaper to do that. That fee is nothing Mm -hmm. compared to the fact that you're going to be paying rent for the Mm -hmm. next 12 months Mm -hmm. and get nothing out of it. Also, the fact that you're not stable. That Mm -hmm. owner or that apartment complex may decide, and it's happening a lot, to up the rents, right? The rent factors have gone up incredibly. So if you can buy, our interest rates are still historically low. Our market is stable. This is Orlando, Florida. No better place to live, buy, or sell than Orlando, Florida, in my personal opinion. So uh, go for it. Don't wait. Because then... You never know what's going to happen. You, you, your job may fire yeah. you, and then you yeah. can't even qualify right. next year, anyways. Yeah. Buy when you can. Yeah, and and yeah, I mean, can you speak to that too? Because, yeah. like you said, I there's would... a lot of differences no, between absolutely. when we had that unfortunate recession. Some might even say depression. Mm-hmm. There's things that are different. So a lot of everybody wants to know: Is the market going to crash? Your thoughts? I would, I, I would say absolutely not. So mm-hmm. just you know, what we've been talking about, there are so many more, there are so many more safeguards in place now mm-hmm. um, that you know, I, there's just you know, it specifically designed to make sure that doesn't happen. Like appraisal and, fraud. Right. Right. No more appraisal fraud. Right. And people are, you know, we're talking about interest rates and interest rates rising, but also that's not necessarily a bad thing because it's designed to help slow down the market so that it can catch up with itself, right? Right. To kind of give it a little bit of a breather and stuff like that. Yeah. So what's the advice I usually give to most buyers these days is run. Not necessarily don't run away, right. but run to your nearest agent, your right. nearest realtor to go and take advantage of what's going on now. Yeah. Because interest rates are, are, are also supposed to go up at least two or three more times this yeah, year we alone. Haven't, we haven't hit the ceiling, right? right? Exactly. And so. what did you say earlier that interest rate, uh, that uh, appreciation has risen 27% this year? So we have more so than ever before, you know, we actually have, you know, we have strong equity, strong, you know, strong appreciation and we want, and, you know, and now's the opportunity for buyers to take advantage of it. So yeah. yes, it's where, you know, gone are the days of the three and 4% interest rates, but again, six point, you know, 6.1 or good. whatever it is, is excellent. It's not a bad And rate. appreciation is still happening, yeah. right? So, so get in the bandwagon now and, you know, go ahead and, and, and you know, and take advantage of it. Yeah. And, and we get a lot of questions and I'm sure your, your team does, um, uh, it, should I wait for foreclosures or short sales? I'm sorry, we're not, again, we're not in that market. If somebody's in a financial situation and they can't pay their mortgage, they could just sell. Yeah, and make a profit. And they're fine. Right. They're not gonna go through that. So it, we're right. not seeing a bunch of short sales. We're not expecting to see a People have more appreciation, that they have more equity in the home exactly. than before. Yeah, I remember you know when I was, when I was doing short sales and foreclosures for a bank. I mean, I think we had at one point 24 months supply. A lot of bad loans. We had a yeah. lot, yeah, and a lot of, there weren't as many safeguards for the loans. Federal regulations have been placed. Yeah. And that is why, even though we have had the factors that mm-hmm. have been unexpected, that's why this market, in my opinion, continues to right. be as healthy as it is in the sense that we don't have we have all these new regulations that came into place so better regulations and 
way fewer houses. So even with the little inventory spike we've seen, like in this past couple of weeks, just the past couple of weeks, really, you know, it's a far cry from 24 months. What are we at? Like a month, two months supply? No, actually less than that. We're actually at um, either a 0.8 to one month supply, right? So I saw some earlier that, so you know, a big difference. new construction as an example, it would actually, t- it's probably going to take five or six years of, cons- a, a cons- of consistent aggressive building right. for the market to catch up to itself, right? Yeah. And the supply so, chain issues aren't going away that's exactly anytime right. soon. Right. Now, fortunately, Again, we're that destination. We have plenty of space here. We have plenty of land, right. so we have you know lots of you know lots of opportunities with both existing homes and, and you know and new homes as well, right? Yeah. So you know, so our markets and those and those arenas are fantastic. Right. So. Yeah, and I would always I always say no matter what market you're in, at the end of the day, uh, in real estate, patience is a virtue, right? right? Um, so if if you're a consumer and you've been making multiple offers and you haven't secured something, don't quit. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Perseverance. And, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and talk to, communicate with your realtor. Have a realtor. Have representation. Because if you're out there on your own, oh, my gosh. I, I don't even know. Because I'm a it's seasoned tough. agent yeah. of 22 years. I understand both sides. I understand contracts, negotiations. I have relationships out there. And my own brother... It took me seven offers to secure a home in the half a million dollar price range with a 30% down conventional loan. Yeah. Isn't that so surreal that the market has changed, that we're seeing that in every price point and especially in the high end and the luxury price points. Yeah, Yeah. agreed. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, patience is a virtue, but having a realtor, a professional, hold your hand, be by your side. And if you don't connect with them and you don't understand and they're not taking the time, then maybe maybe you need to just sever that relationship like anything else, right? And and work with somebody that you can trust, that you feel has your best interest at heart, and of course that you connect with and that you believe in. But patience is really important, and it's absolutely a market where you have to have patience, but do not give up, don't quit, don't say, oh, right. I'm just gonna sign my lease and give up. Guess what? Next year, the interest rates might be higher. Next year, you might not have a job. So buy buy a home now, secure your property. Right. That's the best way to go. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I agree. La- landlords are 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 selling and yeah. saying, sorry, we're not gonna renew your lease. Well, right. it's like you said, if you're buying now, you're or raising or raising, I'm sorry, no, or raising okay. rents too. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. tremendously. Three hundred. So. You're freezing. You're freezing Easy. your housing costs if mm-hmm. you're purchasing now, versus facing potential rent hikes. So we're wrapping up. What do you guys? What what piece of advice do you have? What is there any any wisdom you would like to leave the buyers and sellers of Central Florida with? What do you want to share before we we close out this episode? No, absolutely. I would say, you know, I'm kind of, Rose, a little bit like, what, you know, uh, kind of piggyback on what you were saying, which is, I mean, now more than ever, it's so important to, to work with a trusted real estate professional, right? To work with a trusted realtor who has their finger on the pulse, you know? we There are a lot of agents out there, right? I mean, we, especially here in Central Florida, we have a lot of agents. Um, but, you know, but having a, there, there was more to just having a 
your real estate license, right? It's actually making sure that someone, you know, has their finger on the pulse on the market, what's going on, has those trusted professionals. Um, you know, they say it's never a problem until it's a problem, right? So, yeah, and everything true. is great in a transaction when things go smoothly. Yeah. But really the value of representation, the value of working with a realtor, you know, comes what happens when, you know, maybe the, the buyer doesn't qualify. What are the mm-hmm. options, right? Are there other programs out there that maybe other, you Have know, newer right agents now. may not realize, right? Made it work. Um, you know, again, educating on, on the different options. What about home, you know, what, what happens with home, when there's home inspection issues? Mm-hmm. When uh, we're seeing uh, mortgage, co- where, excuse me, we're seeing a tightening up on um, homeowner, uh, um, homeowner's insurance, insurance. right? Insurance. Oh, some yes. of those, some of those, quali- you know, <laughs> whereas, you know, three years ago or five years ago, you know, right. a, a, a roof, uh, roof um, lives were fine, you know, yeah. to a certain point. But now, you know, they're tightening up those guidelines, mm-hmm. right? So working with an agent that actually, you know, that knows what's going on, that can help navigate through. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like so your ambassador, been... your concierge, right? And that's actually, I love that word. And that's actually what I use all the time, which is, you know, it truly is about concierge real estate and giving that concierge service, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, just... And, and every step of the way, right? I would say the easy part is selling the house. That's the easy part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, really the hard part or the, or the challenging parts can be you know, is getting it from contract to closing. Yeah. Because that's the that's the landscape that you have to navigate through. Yeah. And that's where you really need that trusted professional to help you with that. Right. You know, because we know, you know, there, there, we, there's a lot more options out there, you mm-hmm. know, than most people realize. A website doesn't know which house is the Catby house. Even for a seller, I mean, you right. could go online and get a valuation report all day, all day long, but did that valuation report take into account that you have beautiful, brand new, high-end bamboo mm-hmm. flooring or that you just, you know, resurfaced the pool? Mm-hmm. They don't know that. Yeah. It could work both ways, right? So right. I think that it's super important to have a human yeah. Things that technology can't do. That's right. So my biggest piece of advice would be the following. Your key to Orlando real estate is subscribing to this podcast. Mm. Because I love this it. podcast. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> this podcast has been put together and initiated and produced by realtors of the Orlando Regional Realtor Association by professionals. And so... Uh, it's super important as a consumer, in my opinion, to also take responsibility for the decisions that you're making and Mm. ensure that you hire a professional. But at the same time, if you're in it to win it, then you got to do your own research. And listening to a podcast like this and subscribing to just liking our pages and understanding our market reports Mm -hmm. that come out every Mm -hmm. single month because every single month the market is changing. And every single month when that market changes and you haven't secured a home, you kind of need to know what's coming and what's happening Mm -hmm. so that you can continue to pivot and work upon. How many times do we not start working with a customer and they come to you and they say, I want this location, I want this and I want that. And then as you start working with them, everything starts evolving and changing. And they started here and now they got this much better circumstance based on the market. And for first time home buyers, keep your eye on the prize. It's getting your foot through the door, get her done and then go from there. So that's my biggest piece of advice. In the words of the local great 
Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Get her but done. He's, but it's he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not he wrong. He is right. That was my first house. I, you and know. I'm from L.A. I learned that here. <laughs> Whatever it is, get her done. Listen, yeah, get your foot in the door. Get something. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be your forever house. But that can be your stepping stone. That can be your building Absolutely. block. I love it. Thank you so much, guys, for taking time to be with us. Amazing advice. And everybody, don't forget to like, subscribe, share with somebody that could get some value from it. And tune in to our next podcast. Sounds awesome. Good. This you, has Christine. been great. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Rose. Love working with you.